Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right. Well, you know, uh, a ray of sunshine here and there. And of course, uh, rays of hope, too, when it comes to your hydro bill. According to this piece I'm reading, the progressive conservative government introducing legislation in the province that will put an end to the previous liberal administration's hydro plan, that fair hydro plan. Remember, uh, while maintaining a 25 percent rate cut. Uh, what's in store? Let's find out from the minister himself. Greg Rickford is a minister of energy, northern development and mines. Good to have you on the Oakley show, Mr. Rickford. Hey, John. Good to be here. How'd you like the name of the bill? Fixing the Hydro Mess Act 2019. <laughs> I thought that was cute. Uh, all right. Well, but it speaks specifically to uh, what's in play here, but you got to give me the details. How are the savings to the ratepayer going to come about? Well, on the one end, for energy-intensive industries, there's going to be some um, some savings. Uh, but what this is really about is telling people how much of the uh, the hydro cost of hydro is actually subsidized, rather than hiding it in this trust fund, which is was going to significantly, by the former premier's own admission, blow up our uh, hydro rates um, uh, in the future. Um, was effectively debt. So we've moved that out where everybody can see it. We're attaching the um, hydro rates to the rate of inflation for the next six months. And uh, over that time, I'll be consulting with, um, uh, with uh, you know, local distribution companies, different stakeholders in the electricity industry, uh, and uh, delivering on our campaign promise to cut rates, John, not subsidize, but cut uh, them by 12%. This has got to be done. Nothing about the previous plan uh, was anything more than adding to our debt. People appreciated the relief on their hydro bills, but they needed to, un- Ontarians deserve to understand um, where that cost uh, was coming from. That's what was unfair about the previous plan. We've made it fair. To be fair, as I like to say, is to be transparent. So moving forward, um, the ratepayer will not have to assume um, what uh, Kathleen Wynne and the Liberals under the unfair uh, hydro plan had done, and that was effectively by the uh, Auditor's General's own admission, uh, hide, uh, hide what they were calling a subsidy uh, or a reduction in their rates. Well, they had projected out like uh, for a couple of generations, it seemed, borrowing against the future, where future ratepayers uh, would have to assume this debt that was to be amortized, I think, over Absolutely. 40. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and I plan. I don't know about you, John. I plan to be around a, a, a while. Some, something kind of tells me that was going to sting me uh, and my little girls, and and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I, this just wasn't a fair way to do it. So we've, by doing this, we've saved four hundred and forty-two million dollars. We've been able to, you know, um, if adjust the conservation program, make the, uh, the, the this a more transparent process. And uh, I got my toolbox out ready to f- to fix the Ontario Energy Board. So I think we're taking, 
by yesterday's act, uh, a lot of big steps forward to fix the hydro mess and focus on 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 getting towards that 12% cut and not uh, not having it go on our provincial debt load uh, or affect the rate payer. Again, with Greg Rickford, he's the Minister of Energy, and uh, they're changing the system, making it more transparent. Because to your point, the Auditor General, I believe, said we were going to pay in excess of $4 billion in interest we probably shouldn't have because of the borrowing into the future that would be cast onto the ratepayer as opposed to the taxpayer. Uh, But your system now, I mean, it's going to cut these interest rate costs. Uh, you're hoping to meet that 12% additional cut to the 25% that was included in the Liberals' Fair Hydro Plan. But that 25% was predicated on them borrowing against the future. So how do you square that, that you're still going to maintain the 25% cut, as well as hopefully reaching that 12% goal that was brought in by the Ford government? That 25% cut is coming from where? Well, that tw- obviously the 25% is, is a subsidy. Right. So moving forward, um, customers will see that as a line item on their bill, plus the eight, the, the current eight percent. Um, but it will be combined into a single one single rebate appearing on uh, electricity bills as a separate uh, uh, as a separate line item. So, you know, this isn't an easy task, John. We've got a mess and that's why it's called fixing the uh, hydro mess uh, act. But, but what's really important is that when we go to reduce hydro rates for, for families, for small businesses and large employers in the future, uh, that we actually ensure that those are through cuts, not through subsidies. So, um, you know, a number of other steps that we've taken in this act, uh, the previous steps we took six months ago, you'll remember, to cancel those $790 million worth of industrial wind turbine and solar projects that the grid didn't need and municipalities didn't want um, are just some examples of what we're, we're going to be doing to make the system more efficient, more effective, cost less, more streamlined, and hopefully be able to find cuts a, a percent here, a percent there, and, and ultimately, um, uh, ultimately get to, to, to 12% uh, cut as opposed to a subsidy. Just so I'm clear on this, because, you know, a lot of people have wondered, the cancelling of the contracts for uh, wind and solar, I mean, these uh, FIT contracts, for like yeah. 20 years, uh, what is the penalty for cancelling those contracts? Any idea what we're paying for that? Well, so far we haven't paid anything, and we, we don't envision, um, p- perhaps with one one project, there's... Uh, there may be uh, there may be some some implications for us, but the, the ones that we cancelled, uh, nothing. We we don't anticipate uh, uh, that because we we put the kind of legislation in place that these projects had not reached their milestones um, uh, that uh, were were in our view um, necessary for the projects to proceed. My understanding as well, uh, you're going to upload some uh, electricity conservation programs. That's correct. Yes, when I mentioned the four hundred and forty-two million, I that was the, the the savings with respect to the conservation program. What we've done, John, is consolidated them. There were a number of them that had become redundant. Market forces, for example, um, on electric or light light bulbs had changed and become more affordable when when we switched to LED uh, light bulbs. Um, some of those programs were no longer necessary. Um, other ones have been uploaded into the IESO, the Independent Electricity Systems Operator, 
Um, and then a number of them have been el- eliminated. The ones that have been uploaded and protected are for low-income families, obviously for seniors, for uh, indigenous communities, um, and, uh, and for small businesses. So we're focused on protecting you know, the kind of stability um, that those particular conservation programs um, uh, delivered for those specific groups. Um, but by eliminating the other ones, we've saved another 442 million. So it was a good day when you think if we've, you know, saved on four billion dollars worth of debt um, uh, payments on uh, under the Unfair Hydro Plan Act, and 442 million dollars worth of savings in the converse, in the conservation program. Um, that means more money in, in taxpayers' pockets. I just remember uh, Bonnie Lissick, the uh, AG, telling me on this program, I think we've overpaid for hydro in this province over, I don't know, since the early 2000s by $137 billion, if yeah. I've got that right. Have we got that millstone yeah. uh, yeah. off of our necks? You're, you're in, you're in, we're working on it. I mean, you're in the neighborhood, and that's how messy this was. So, the you know, when, when uh, the Auditor General... Um, put out that what I call seminal report um, on on the problems with uh, the hydro. I think that triggered a response from the electorate. It was a key part of our platform to fix the hydro mess. Everything was on the table, as you remember, John. Cleaning up Hydro One, getting rid of those uh, fit contracts, uh, and obviously moving now towards the global adjustment refinancing, um, the new on-bill rebate protecting the lower the, the lower rates but but being transparent about it and working in the future towards actually cutting hydro rates as opposed to um, subsidizing them that global adjustment charge ever come off the bills the global will it ever come off the the bills yeah I'm sorry uh, the, the global adjustment now has been moved out so the trust fund is is still sitting there to to, to service the historical debt operated by uh, which is operated by an Ontario uh, power generation. But no, I mean, moving forward, um, it would not permit any new dish, um, new uh, debt to, to be issued um, by the um, by the Fair Hydro Plan. All right. Uh, well, I guess, you know, that's a, a positive day. step. Yeah, in, in a positive direction. It's a step in yeah. a positive direction. I appreciate you explaining it as much as uh, we've got time for, Greg. I, I thank you, and I hope, you know, this all comes to fruition and uh, people get a break on their hydro bills. Thanks so much for well, your time. John, anytime. Thank you. You got it. Greg Rickford, again, is a Minister of Energy here in the province, and uh, that's certainly what's on plan. You know, I was talking about uh, some other things that are happening in the country when it comes to immigration. This uh, number out from Stats Canada says the uh, nation's population has grown by uh, more than half a million people last year. That's the first time since the late 1950s a real boom is taking place. Uh, grew by 528,000 and change. Biggest increase since the 50s, uh, 1.4%. Fastest since 1990. Domestic replenishment rate, though, is uh, dropping. And we're not replenishing, ergo, the need for new immigrants. And they say that's good for the economy. I want to get your thoughts. I mean, immigrants have come and built this country. Uh, if passed as prologue, should be a good thing. And we certainly need it, giving an aging domestic demographic. What say you? Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.